the Shaq Master! Right. The Shaq <laughs> I told you. Oh, God. He's got to keep living, man. It's showtime. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the P3 Radio Podcast here. I am Richard Mulligan, joined by my best friend, Josh Briley. Say hey, Josh. How's it going? (laughs) And uh, we're just going to give you a little bit of heads up what this podcast is going to be like. We are basically doing this by the seat of our pants right now. We have no format. We have no script. We have nothing. We are barely broadcasting right now. Uh, Just a little taste. Just a little taste. We want to basically give you what this is going to be like when we first start going, uh, which hopefully will be in the next couple months. Or the next couple of weeks, depending on how things go with your technology situation. I think, (laughs) yeah. The whole time, uh, just a little background story here. We had a couple of friends, uh, uh, when we said that we were going to do a podcast, uh, when I said I was going to do something online, had a few friends say, hey, come use our studio. And and all in my ego here was just like, ah, let's do this on our own. And as we were trying to hook up everything tonight, we were like, we should call our friends because we have no uh, podcasting ability here. We're actually broadcasting this from a tin can and a string <laughs> hooked up to each other. Like, And I feel like while we're recording this, we have a recording device here, and we're both just watching the sound waves go as it records and bounce up and down. We can't stop looking at it. So like I'm just gonna, geologists. Yeah, we're the, just like, yeah. I don't know. How would you explain it, Josh? I think it's like a hodgepodge, a potluck type thing. Just we'll have uh, certain topics and whatnot, and you know we'll just kind of wing it from there. Yeah, and I mean I feel like our generation is the it's the golden generation for this type of topic because we have the ability because we know what it was like before the internet. We used to hang out like we met when we met each other. There was no internet. And, you know, we, we, so we can connect with that, that genre of get out and go play. But we also were around, we were around when the internet hit and it was like, go back inside and get on the internet. It's kind of like we the age of interpersonal relationships where you actually had to talk to somebody right. and actually form uh, relationships. But now it's, uh, yeah, you know, no, don't, don't worry about this other screen. <laughs> I feel like you got distracted. There was a pop-up ladies and gentlemen, and we are working with high tech. Change is good. Yes. Change is good. And we're just going to go ahead and keep snoozing this update because it's going to restart us if not. But anyways, go ahead. What you were saying, you know, that was. Well, a- I was just saying the the age of interpersonal relationships, and I mean, we've seen the internet hit, but it didn't really hit hit home with us. I mean, because we were still, you know, like a, a budget people, if right. you will. <laughs> right. And and not only that, like we didn't have the patience. Because I remember when Mullins got the internet next door, we were like, hey, let's look up wrestling. And 30 minutes later, when we had saw the one thing, <laughs> because somebody had picked up the phone, and it was like, <laughs> like, all right, this isn't worth it. We'll just watch Monday night and just be entertained then. We're, we're not going to try to get online. But the funny thing is, as long as it took, and you could probably attest to this, as long as it took to get online and actually look that stuff up, 
it was like you wanted to go back after like two hours later. You're like, I wonder what they're saying on the internet about this. Or well, you you, you remember that Glenn guy? Uh, yeah, Glenn, yeah, the yeah. suit guy. He's actually Jason he's actually a friend of mine uh, on Facebook. He's uh, well, hello, Glenn. How hey, doing, Glenn, buddy? how's it going? Anyhow, uh, you know, he had all the the good info and whatnot, but I don't. I think it was more or less there was no Google, and it was a lack of direction of where to actually go yeah. to get the good information. Yeah, you had to ask Jeeves, and most of the time Jeeves didn't know. Jeeves didn't know anything. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, I feel like our generation and I feel like I am way potted up higher than you right now. And cause I see my voice popping up higher than you. Just, just let's talk. I can cut this out, I guess. If I edit it back. Says the guy who didn't want anybody to look at the screen. There we go. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to look at the screen anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. So Glenn used to be, gosh, I, he's still on my page. And if he's, if he's going to listen, his name's Glenn Wolford. Wilford, yes, Wilford. I didn't I never knew that. He, we used to go to him like when my mom worked at J.C. Penney's. We would go and spend hours upon hours at the mall, and sometimes we would stop by and he would be there, and we would just talk wrestling with him for a couple of hours, uh, just to kill time till my mom got off because we would go literally like five a.m. when she went in while we were off from school, and we would be there all day. And I mean, those made for some great days. I feel like there's a podcast in there that you would probably agree with that we could just talk about the whole uh, buying your Jordans fiasco, oh, just being there all day. That was long. the longest day <laughs> ever. It was awesome at the beginning, but you know, there at the end, it was like trying to <laughs> trudge through a it was work orchestra. It was it was our first taste of what work would be if we <laughs> just basically hung out in a mall for a living. So. But uh, remember that that rib we did during that time where we went and sat in uh, Macy's. Oh yeah, uh, we sat in the lobby and 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 we were crying, (laughs) or at least me and Chris were crying about Pablo. Yeah, you would uh, and we hummed. It was like we would (laughs) because they had two benches. Okay, so just to paint the picture at home, there was these uh, in Macy's at our mall. There was this lobby area that had two benches, and they were about. 10 yards apart from each other. But when you walked in the front door, you, if you were tired from walking in the front door, you could sit down to the left or right in the, on these benches. And we got bored one day and we just went in there and sat down and would just mess with people as they came in. Uh, and that was, thing was like a, a friggin' echo. Oh chamber. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it was tiled. There was no sound absorption there at all. And I remember that one of the things we did was just hum. So we would hum and we would look around like we were trying to figure out where the noise was coming from. So it was just like, hmm. And as you're doing it, you're just looking around and people were walking in and they could tell it was us. But it was just funny. It was just one of those things we did to entertain ourselves. Um, I will point out, while this podcast is going on right now, we are watching Dazed and Confused, the movie from our childhood, which gets me back to uh, our topic tonight. We're going to talk about how we first started and became friends. And we're going to go way back in time on this. I guess, what, a good almost 30 years now. I would say 1989 was our first cordial meeting. Right. But at the same time, you know, it could have been before that. But as far as the years, but I was probably about seven. We were standing on the two sides of the street. And it's that whole, well, 
I can't come across and play with you because I can't cross the street. Right. You know, and we were good kids. We weren't heathens by any no, means. No, no, no. We, we so, listened. So we had to figure out, okay, uh, we just started talking, you know, chit-chatting across the street or whatever. And I had a mini basketball. It was one maybe I got from like Pizza Hut, one of the promotional things or something. And I remember... You know, I said, well, look, you know, I can't come play with you. My mom said I can't cross the street, but we could roll this basketball across the street with each other, you know, and that might be fun. You know, kids, easy to entertain. (laughs) I don't know what prompted you, but you said, you roll that ball over here. I'm going to keep it. (laughs) (laughs) See, and I remember remember that story completely different. And my mom will tell it back. uh, And she remembers it as Hot Wheel cars. She remembers that I had some Hot Wheel cars. And and when I say across the street, we're not talking about like across a normal street. When me and Josh grew up, I lived on one corner, and he lived on the adjacent corner. So we're talking about crossing an entire intersection diagonally. (laughs) We're not talking about, like, just crossing a street. So you can imagine how hard a seven- or eight-year-old would have to yell to get across the street, you know, just to say, hey. But I want to say that it was actually, you were probably, like, maybe five or, or six, because when you started school... And we used to catch the bus right there on C Street. We used to catch the bus together. That was like 90. And I was going to kindergarten. You were catching the bus there with me to go to JB Young. Technically, I mean, you were probably even younger than what you remember. But uh, the funny thing about that story is my mom used to tell me that she always tell us not to cross. She would always tell me and you not to get in the street. Uh, and she said she would be watching us. Of course she was watching from the, <laughs> from the distance, but she said that it would be funny cause we would roll a car, one of those hot wheel cars across the street and it would never make it. You know, you imagine a hot wheel car going 15 yards to get the intersection across and, bumpy asphalt. Man. Yeah. Bumpy asphalt. And you're talking about the muscle power of a seven year old arm. You know, it's not that much. So it would always stop in the middle and he and she said that what we would do was eventually one of us would just like look both ways, run out there and grab the hot wheel car and run back. But I don't remember the basketball thing. Well, I was at my aunt's at that point, but you know, memory is perception. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But that's that's my first memories of the yeah. basketball and you defiantly telling me that you'll keep it if i roll it over there so well you know we i didn't roll it over there we, we weren't well to do people you know if we were gonna get a basketball we were gonna ask too many questions it was just this is ours now i mean i can't tell you how many dogs i wanted to claim just because they walked in our yard um um but no that, that's i guess that's the way we met but we grew up uh any any stories that you want to tell like us growing up, anything that just pops in your mind, if you if you were to think, like say, okay, so somebody came up to you and just said, hey, tell me a story about Richard. Well, I mean, uh, you know, one, one of the real special things as far as like when we were in our infancy of friendship would be that, you know, the birthday thing where you had the big box kind of like, uh, you know, Sting had the... the, the, the 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 big box right. reveal. I've got a picture of that too, by the way, on you Facebook. Know, and and I, I was, oh, 
I was so happy for you. Well, you know, I mean, did you know what I was getting? That no, day? it was like we both got the present. Okay, so uh, so backstory because not everybody knows what we know, and uh, so we, backstory is uh, I show up from school one day. I guess it was what second grade, first grade, something. like that. I believe that. it was second or third, something. Like that. No, it was somewhere second. around ninety one because I was wearing. Uh, I, I need to the the caption of this podcast needs to be that picture of me and you. Standing by the box on my front porch. I've got it on Facebook. I need to post it up. It's me and you. Well, that's what I was going to say. Why don't you just post it on one of our social media? Speaking of which. Do the plug. Yeah, good plug here. If you want to contact us, our email right now is p3radio, the number one, at gmail.com. So we're going to encourage you throughout the next couple of weeks, next couple of months, whenever we start rolling, to send us in stuff. Send us in your story. Send us in your thoughts, your feelings, what you want us to talk about. Well, that means to all criticisms, all praises, all whatever you want to talk about, just send it in. If you just want to tell us something, send it in, and we may mention you or whatever. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. We just want your feedback. Right, and and we're talking about doing some contests later on. We're talking about giving away some stuff. We... We're in the process right now of, of uh, creating a logo, hopefully going to get some shirts made, send some of those out, all that stuff. But uh, right now, if you go to Pop Poncho on Facebook, you will see us, Pop P-O-P, Poncho, P-O-N-C-H-O. If you just type that in, you'll see the background of Bemis and P3 Radio logo right there on the screen. That so. is it. Okay, so, all right, so... We're going to take a time out here and say the reason we're going to have to have formats is because me and Josh get on tangents. We talk. Like, so if you ever met Josh and if you ever met me, you've met us. You've met both of us. And I don't mean that like, like if you've met both of us, you've met us. You that have met stupid. us. If you've met Josh, you've met me. And if you've met Richard, you've met Josh. That's just the way things have gone. Both of our wives could probably sit down and talk and probably have a better podcast <laughs> of the well, years. That, that's perception. Right. Of the years that they have set and known us and just trading stories like, oh, my God, does he do this? Yeah. Does he do this? Yep. So, okay. So just keep that in mind. So speaking of tangents, <laughs> I went to Walmart today, right? And and my wife, she she's really just never looked at wrestling toys like we look at we right. scientifically look at it. right and you know they've released a, a new dusty roads mm -hmm. and it's just a regular you know figure not an elite but just a regular you know whatever right. and literally he's got the burn on his belly from where the sheik <laughs> the sheik burned him right you know he's they, they they didn't put any of the scars on the arm they just put the burn on the belly get bright the red get the burn on the belly baby from the sheik in detroit the sheik burnt my belly in Detroit, baby. <laughs> Anyhow. I got a request earlier today. Uh, I don't know what you were talking about there. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying our views on uh, certain things, you know. I mean, it's totally different. But yeah. at the same time, there's so much that is alike that, you know, uh, if we could just kind of pass off our existence on paper, <laughs> we would probably be confused with the same person. Right. And do you remember our writing? Do you right. Remember they we were could, very similar. We could do each other's homework. homework. Yes. Yes. That, that, now that's, that's freaky. You'd, you would pass. I would fail. It would be great. <laughs> oh, I was calling I had, you dumb there. I, uh, yeah, I know. I'm laughing so I don't feel aggressive. 
<laughs> but uh but no, it was like yeah, we were we were pretty close to the same person. It was like that that Talladega Nights two people one plop. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> so I think that was from uh Harold and Kumar nope. go to White Castle. Nope. The twins oh. and the shower stall, or no, the, the that was Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights. They went one plop. Yeah, that was Talladega Nights. It was the uh, the uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's character. He had the two girls that were together, and they were saying their name was the certain thing. Now I recall. Yeah, there you go. But uh, so the anyways. White Castle, they were playing uh, Battle uh... the Taco S's. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. That's another thing we're going to tackle on this. We're going to try our best. We're going to try our best not to have cursing. Now, we're going to have callers. We're not going to limit them. We're not going to say, hey, you cannot do this. You cannot do that. We apologize in advance. But for the most part, it's going to be clean. It's going to be something that you could download, play in your car with your kids in there. Another thing is we're not going to talk politics. We're not. We're just not because it divides everyone and there's no... There's no reason to argue it. And I'm just trying to kill time right now because Josh is peeing. And he's laughing right now. And every time he laughs, you can hear the water splash a little higher. But anyways, I, I had a request today. I had a request today from my wife. That I have we, a bunch of those every day. Oh, from my wife? Or your? No, no. <laughs> Wait a minute here. Wait a wife. minute here. Oh, my God. <laughs> you found out. No, I had I'm a request. sorry, Julie. You know that's that's all. BS. No, she understands. She gets this. She's been with me long enough to know. But then again, we were talking about the same person. Yeah, we're talking about this. It's not cheating if it's the same person. <laughs> no. So, anyways, I had a request for my wife that we talk about Fred. Oh, and. For those of you that don't know who Fred was, okay, so... Now, there are some people that are listening that know exactly who Fred is. Oh, God, is. yeah. There's going to be a lot of people. The police have been called on yeah, Fred. Yeah, okay. So, let's not get ahead of the story here. So, let's back I'm up. I'm just saying he has a borderline criminal record. In the summer of 1996, I think. Was it 96, 95, 96? It was when I came back from that's, my uncle's. Well, that's what I'm talking about. When was that? 95, 96? The first time I came back and I had a knowledge of a Fred... Was ninety five because I went to summer school okay. that year, right? You know, and <laughs> I got to spend two weeks, right? Because because Richard uncle. did his homework wrong. <laughs> oh God! No, we no, no, no. That. no. So so ninety five. So Josh comes back from Louisville, where Josh was visiting what would be later on the training facility. He has a video of him wrestling and training and doing things in the ring that made me very jealous. One of the things that he had was there was this dummy that was made out of clothes and stuffing, and we were in, infatuated with that. And it had a head. It had a head. It had, it had the body. legs, the arms, everything. So we decided when he came back that we were going to make our own. So what we did was we took an old sweatshirt. We took an old pair of pants. Uh, we took a hooded sweatshirt at one time and made it a head. And we sewed this together with like shoestrings and we stuffed it with old couch cushions and everything. And as it went by, it got bigger and bigger and bigger. We did more and more stuff with this. Don't you find it strange that at that time you just so happened to be getting rid of an old couch? Exactly. (laughs) It was fate. We destroyed the couch and then we used the cushions. It's like hunting. We hunted and 
a beige barca lounger <laughs> and and we stuffed and later on i would put shoes on it and almost knock myself out when i picked it up for a power bomb and <laughs> oh immediately took the shoes off <laughs> those shoes i mean you gotta understand i mean well we we used old stuff from our childhood well yeah but the the point of fred was and i never understood this at the time it took a long time to sit in because it was never explained to me properly, I guess. Whenever you had Fred, the object was, don't hurt Fred. Right. And when we say Fred, we're talking about the dummy we made. We named him Fred. And I don't know why we named him Fred. Because he was Fred. I guess so. He was Fred. We just named him Fred. And I don't know if it was a tribute to... And the weird thing was there was two people in my family named Fred and it wasn't named after either one of them. Could have been subconscious. You subconscious. Never the Like my original grandpa was named Fred that, that passed away when my mom was real young. And then we had an uncle that was very, oh, he's going to come up a lot. Uncle Freddy. <laughs> uncle Freddy is going to come up a lot in oh, our God. podcast. But, uncle Freddy. So you got two Freds there. Neither one of them was named after Fred. We just picked the name Fred. And so we named this dummy that was just basically clothes with stuffing. You know, my uncle, he would say, you don't want to hurt the dummy or or something like that. But it didn't register, you know, everything that he was telling me. But, you know, in hindsight, it makes sense. You know, don't hurt the dummy because you're not going to hurt the dummy that you're in the ring with you know but uh, no i i get it i mean i i really get it because like at the time at the time we didn't know it was a work right and, and you didn't understand why you couldn't hurt fred right and you would fight somebody like like i remember the most frustrating thing ever was the fact that when i was in like fifth sixth grade and you seventh and eighth or eighth and ninth was the fact that everyone said wrestling was fake. Oh, my God. That, and that, you were labeled. It was like the scarlet letter. If you liked wrestling, you were a nerd. A nerd so, who just couldn't get with the times or, or whatever. Right. And then the whole NWO Steve Austin craze hit, and we hated those people because they were like, do you watch wrestling Monday? And we're like. I watch wrestling uh, every Monday. Right, exactly. And it was like, you know? oh, my God, I want to kill you. Because you hated me last year, and exactly. you, you didn't like the fact. Now let's not let's not get it twisted. We were never like bullied to the point where we were pushed down or physically assaulted. Well, no, but but, but for one, we were very large say, kids. But what people did say, we it were resonated. emotionally battered. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was I, more of a it was more of a mental abuse. Well, how did it make I you just, feel? You know, I think we we kind of took criticism like people don't really or you're not supposed to take it right to where you know some people would just brush stuff off well we were fat poor kids (laughs) 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 i saw you fat poor kids playing with that dummy outside your house (laughs) well what do you mean and then we had to play dumb i don't know what you're talking about But I literally, like, you know, we're I'm off shooting right now. <laughs> I'm off shooting right now, but I don't care. Literally in the eighth grade. Now that that's the grade to where you try to look the coolest, right. and you feel so good about yourself because you're the top of the heap. 
if you will, and because you know middle school. Because you have seventh and sixth grade. Oh below God, you. you're at the top of the heap. I literally went to school one time, and well, several times, really. <laughs> yeah, and, and, just a few times. And, and oh my God, they were talking about. I seen you playing cops and robbers with <laughs> with your buddies and blah blah blah. I said I have no idea what you're talking about. And then he, I remember he denied to me like Judas, ladies and oh gentlemen. Oh my God, me, you, Chris, Ben Clark. Uh, yeah, I'm name drop. I'm dropping all. I'm well, throwing we, everybody we, we on. Play the laser tag. Yeah, yeah. That's not cops and robbers. Well, I mean, literally, I, I do remember a plastic gun and us, you know, having a little bit too much fun with <laughs> it. Was, it. <laughs> was that it like was we're before. handcuffing people and put them in? Well, yeah, but I mean, we were too old to be doing that. I, but, I've never heard this story. Like, you were a part of the story. I, I know. Just, I think I feel like I'm a part of the story, but I've never heard that so, you got ridiculed for it. Well, that's not something you just go and tell your best friends because you're still trying to. Yeah, you still want to play laser tag. You don't want to be. Yeah. ostracized from <laughs> yeah and, and you know when you become an adult i think that's when you start not caring about what people think but honestly dude like that was one of the things like when we were kids you could probably honestly look back and go richard really didn't care like there were a lot of things that i didn't care about now the one one or two things that i did care about was losing face between you and chris but in the grand scheme of things I didn't care. Like, I think that's what I really look back. You know, when I look back and, and that's something that I, you know, I never really vocalized it, you know, when we were kids, but I can say it now. Are we having an I, Oprah breakdown right now? <laughs> no, I, I'm but, trying to, but to, I love you, man. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you that at the time I, I, w I wasn't, uh, egotistically, capable of telling you the the grand scheme of everything and you know because i felt like i was the oldest and, well i was and the little brother i tried to to maintain a certain uh you know uh, face if you will right you and, had to be the cooler too right. cool for school yes yeah exactly we're gonna do an ollie later on our skateboard and and, <laughs> and the thing about it was i always admired that you honestly didn't care. No. And and I think that's why, you know, it was hard to to vocalize it to you was because, you know, I cared so much. I mean, you were the you guy know? that basically carried the burden of being the older one. It so like, you had you know, like so you had like you were upper management basically and you had the CEOs breathing down your neck. <laughs> I guess in a way, yeah, in a way. You had the CEOs of uh, upper middle school management breathing down your neck of what it was cool and what was not. But you were also trying to maintain, maintain a, a relationship. Yeah, maintain a friendship relationship. With, really? with with somebody, you know, you were two grades behind me. Right. But you were only a year and just a couple of right. months younger. You know, just the uh, virtues of a... Early birthday, I guess, but you know, <laughs> or you were the birthday. old guy in your class, and I, <laughs> I was, was the, the old. I was, I, I swear to God, you were the water. So, so swear to God, the first day of sixth grade, like mind you, I was almost six foot tall in sixth grade. No, you were six foot tall. I was five in eight in fifth grade. grade. I was five eight in fifth grade. I remember I was five three in third grade. But I was five eight in fifth grade, and I remember sixth grade. I was almost six foot tall. Swear to God, 
my, two of my really good friends, John Reese and Dustin Peterson. So that's where I met them. That was in communications class in West Middle School. So we're in West Middle School communications class, and they pair us up just by random. Like, it was just a roll of the dice that I met these guys. So roll of the dice, meet these guys. Later on, I find out that both of them thought I had failed, like, at least two grades. <laughs> <laughs> and and later on, it was just like, I, I equated it to being, like, the 21 Drump Street of middle school. <laughs> I was like, no one trusted me with any secrets. No, <laughs> if anyone, an older spy. Right. It was like, this guy failed, like, 19 times. Why am I even talking <laughs> And it was it was odd because it was always like a stigma because I was always so big, I was always so tall, and I was always like a little smarty because I hung out. I had to be. I had to be sharp-witted because I hung out with you and I hung out with Mullins, and y'all were both older than me in school. You were he hit years. like puberty when he was like nine years old. I mean, he had, a, <laughs> he had armpit hair. I was yeah. so envious before him. I, I had like, aunts Man. asking, so you know Mullins, right? <laughs> so, no, but no, Mullins was a great-looking guy. If you're listening to this, Mullins, you know it's true. All of our girlfriends wanted to be with you. Oh I know that God. rhymes, and that's almost like a Hallmark card, but it's totally the truth well i mean you know it is what it is we all knew he was like the male model type and didn't even know why right you know uh he'd hang out with two guys like us right you know but at the same time we were happy to have him part of the crew because yeah. it gave hot chicks a reason to ask him, <laughs> talk to us you know uh, but it, it was always funny it was like You'd be talking to a girl. You'd be like, "Oh, so, uh, you need to no, tell no, no, Chris. wait, wait, don't, don't get that, don't get that far ahead of me." It was always <laughs> like, "Hey, what are you doing Friday?" Oh, I don't know. And this is like middle school for my wife if she's listening. So <laughs> yeah. this was like last week. Okay, yeah. people aren't still contacting so me to get to ago, Mullins. So a month ago, this chick was like, "Hey, you know Mullins, right?" <laughs> no, I was like, "Okay, he's he's really good looking, but it hasn't reached that point." Uh, <laughs> so, as a middle schooler, it was always like these girls that were way out of our league, but like a four to Chris would come up to us and be like. Hey, what you got going on Friday? And you would feel totally awesome about it. And you would be like, oh, we're going to do this and this and this. And most of the time it'd be very nerdy stuff. It would be like, we're going to play gonna video games. And, watch wrestling and we're going to watch wrestling. And I think SummerSlam 94 with the ladder matches out. <laughs> so we're going to watch that. And, and you would, you would just, and they would just be like, uh-huh. Uh huh. It would be like the um, yeah. It would be like the uh, what is the uh, uh, Wayne's World two where they're just they're talking to the radio DJ and he's like yeah uh huh uh huh yeah uh-huh. handsome uh-huh. Dan yeah yeah, yeah. uh huh <laughs> yeah yeah handsome Dan here. Now let's pause there right. for a second. Which do you prefer, Wayne's when he World says, one? Hold on, wait, wait, wait. When he says pause. We're I mean, let's, get off on let's a pause tangent. Time. Let's pause <laughs> well, time. For those of you that were wondering where we were getting with the Chris story, you'll never know. Let me, under, let me let me let me educate you people for a second. When I say and when I say like that, that we're talking to people, I mean we're both looking at the at the waves of the our voices. Waves, <laughs> we're both pointing waves. at it. We're like, listen, people, as we point to our own voice waves. <laughs> That's what we're doing right now. So, no, but 
We'll get my dog riled up. You yeah, your your dog got riled up. Right so, oh God, no one's gonna listen to our podcast, and I feel like we have a lot more to talk about, and we're like fifty-one minutes in. Well, so that's all about the tangents. Ah, oh, Jesus, maybe we need to edit this down a little bit. So, anyways, what I'm saying, well, I can't even remember what we're talking about. Chris, you broke my tangent. <laughs> you have broken the time lapse. You the broke time the time lapse, if you will. <laughs> you, the you space broken, time continuum. You broke the space and time, baby. You yeah. broke the space and time. So, no, we were talking about how good looking Chris what? was. <laughs> I, like, here's the thing. I don't think either of us knew how good looking Chris was. We and did. We just didn't want to admit it because we were that young. As you get older, you start not to care. That's that's just how it is. Oh, it's like we did. We had mirrors. What are you talking about? We knew. We well, I'm just to... saying the sands of time kind of. Oh. Uh, and it, it was funny because we were we were always so like defensive. No, I, that wasn't the word I was going Well, I was, because I was so... Uh, what do you mean he's good looking? No, it, it wasn't that. It was just, you know... Do you remember, do you remember how he was the, the fastest and all that, you know? Yeah, he was in shape. No, I'm talking about even at school, he was faster than most of the people in his PE class and whatnot. He always ran funny, though. Well, yeah, but he was super quick. And... I couldn't deal with that. So we had the foot race one time or whatever, and, and I chose to go barefoot because we all know without shoes, you're non-restrictive. So <laughs> Anyhow, oh, what? you know, he beat me by like four feet, but, you know, I was so <laughs> proud that it was just four feet, not ten yards. You know what I mean? And that the troves of women that were looking on, oh, all 24 all, of them. That all were, two neighbors that yeah. were looking. <laughs> you got to edit this know. part out? Well, no. It's organic. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> all right. So, oh, God. If anyone's listening to this point, God, you're awesome. Surely at least two people are. We're going to edit this down for real. Like, we're not going to have all the beginnings. Well, let me tell you this. At this point, we were just testing levels. Yeah. And then we got off on a tangent. We haven't, we haven't done anything but look at our voices in seismographic form. And, you know, I said the Nevada desert at one point. but The Nirvana the, desert? Nirvana. Not Nevada. <laughs> that. I'm on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're gonna laugh at a lot of inside jokes and i'm apologizing at right some now. point you'll get them yeah it no, just takes yeah, time. or not all right so you might appreciate this so Light them. the other day i'm sitting there and my wife is laying on the couch and uh i look at her and i'm trying to like talk to her figure she, out a way to elbow drop right or? no no just just to like tap her right just tap her. so hey i'm here yeah just so yeah. So, and sometimes I just like to annoy her. Sometimes I don't take it, that approach. I literally just go up and pinch the nipple. Right. <laughs> Seriously. You can ask. Who says can, romance is dead? You can ask you know, my wife. That is chivalry. my main go-to move. I feel if like I'm trying would. to annoy you, I'm just, bam, pop the nipple. And, and sometimes I'll just pants her. Yeah. You know, she's in there cooking hamburger steak or whatever, and then 
Bam! Pantser. See, what are you doing? And, well, I love you. <laughs> and then I walk away. You know, that oh, makes me feel good. There's a therapy session there. That's uh, I'm <laughs> just saying, she does the same thing to me, you know, and, and I'm sure you're there with your wife. You know, you try to uh, annoy her to a certain degree. Yeah. I, I kind of take things to the extreme. All right. All right. Well, that got awkward. <laughs> Somebody asked, you know, how long have you been married? And I was saying, well, almost five years. Feels like 500. That's a dad joke if I've ever heard one. Yeah, but if you live it, then it's you totally snapped, funny. You snapped back and looked at me like, how dare you, sir? No, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's just when you're with someone that you truly love, it feels like you've been with them forever. Right. I'm coming up on my fifth anniversary. Do you know that? My fifth Yeah, because it was around my birthday. Yeah. You've been married to your wife for literally like, 10 years or however long 12 oh god that's yeah that long? <laughs> yeah oh man yeah congratulations well it was in april was it 2005 <laughs> no yeah. april 2004, of 2004 are you sure no nope, 2005 dang but but thank you for the yeah early or late congratulations well, whatever you that. know uh but anyways i'm approaching my fifth anniversary yeah, it literally. I was there for the first one. Well, I understand that because I kind of <laughs> crashed your party. Yeah, so no, it's like, I told you. Party? I told you I felt bad about that. Now, ladies, no, and, I don't, ge- I, ladies I, and gentlemen, I don't care. <laughs> I, I've attested to this fact ever since uh, my daughter but, was I, born and my best friend got married. Exactly. Yeah. Literally on on Richard's birthday party of 2012 what day was it it was october 12th okay so the day after i think at that point i i literally snapped out of what i was talking about and i thought that maybe just maybe you were working for my wife you were asking me <laughs> what day was that yeah because yeah, literally no, i'm sorry to put you in that i, I didn't realize i was no, putting you in that position no i know how this I is being how, recorded I didn't realize that. Exactly. Yeah. Just Good like job. any kind of despos- depos- <laughs> deposition. Yeah, there you will go. Will be recorded. There you go. You get but- the word. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get deposition. Anyhow, um, you know, your mother-in-law was like, you know, I'm an ordained minister. Legit. I mean, she didn't say them exact words. But <laughs> she's but she's a little she, bit of a poet. A yeah. A wordsmith. She's a worker. You understand? <laughs> she said, I'm, I'm an ordained minister, legit. You know? And we said, well, I mean, if you want to marry us, you know, it's it's whatever. She said, you should just get married now. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I mean, and and I, I came to you first. And I said, right. look, man. Uh, your mother-in-law says we should just get married now. I don't want to kind of rain the car started. Rain poop. I don't want to rain poop on right. your party. No, no, you're good. No, that's what that, I told that's you. That's what at the I time. said. No, I'm saying that's what I, I said. I said I don't want to rain poop on your party. I'm not trying to, you know, uh, throw a tent over your carnival or whatever. Right. And you said no, man. You go out there. You do what you got to do. If that's what you really want to do. 
go for it. Right. I'm not going to be offended in the, in, no. the, in the slightest. And and I wasn't. No, not at all. And that 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 attests to what type of person you really are. No, because I, that was, you know, that was a birthday party. There were other people there that you know could give a, you know, less about what was going on in my personal life. But you literally said, "All right, man, go handle it. That, that that's awesome." And and, and I'm gonna tell you, I, I was truly honored. I really was. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was honored to be there. I was, and just the fact that I don't have to memorize another date that I know anytime. Oh, God. Yeah. Anytime I, I my birthday is coming around, that y'all's anniversary is coming up, and it's well, like, oh hey, I have trouble remembering my birthday. To be honest with you. <laughs> Did I send you? A, did I send you a happy birthday? And I was like, "Happy birthday!" And you're you like, really, "You did." And it was like a, a day early. <laughs> I was like, "I forgot what day it was." Happy birthday! And you're like, "You know, yeah, that's that." that yeah, type of thing it's happens. not happened yet, and that's fine <laughs> because we're adults now. Yeah, you get older. Things birthdays happen. have no bearing. <laughs> If anything, you're a hindrance. Yeah. Because like, it's a, it's another day to remind you of how the hourglass right. is that much more thin of the sand than what it was right. the year before. And it's just another day to remind you if you haven't decided where your body's going to be put. <laughs> hey, it's I like, told my wife. You're I more said, irresponsible now. Like once you hit 30 and you don't oh, have a God. burial plot. You're more responsible now as a person. Well, let me ask you this. <laughs> You're putting the burden How old are on you right people. Now? I'm 33. I'll be 34 in October. Do you have a barrel I do not. Right now? Okay. So, anyhow, as I was saying, right. you know, I told my wife, I said, look, I don't care. You throw me in the trash after I'm dead. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. It looks a little suspicious. I'm just going to well, say. I, I get that. I'm just saying, I'm I'm taking the Frank Reynolds approach. You just, you throw me in the trash, you know, it doesn't matter to me because I'm dead. It doesn't matter. You know, I said, look, you, you can cremate me and, and you know, that's the cheapest way to go right. now because it's only like 200 and some odd dollars opposed to a, a fuel, a full funeral, which is over 10 grand. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's all about the Benjamins, as they say. You know, we're from that time period. It's all about the Benjamins. You roll that ball over here, I'm going to keep it. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. You roll that ball over here on this side. I'm taking it. It touches my property. It's, it's mine. done. It is done. So, uh, you know, if I die, you know, not if. It's just a win. It's very upbeat process we've come <laughs> on our podcast i'm just so, saying y'all listen up if i was for later on tomorrow, when we talk about more funeral plans on the p3 podcast radio p3 podcast p3 podcast means burial <laughs> plot podcast <laughs> we're gonna talk about all of those things where we want to die and where we want to be put to rest. Somehow I think that like at some point this this will be released as like a bonus show or something. <laughs> now, like this will never see the light of no, day. No, I'm going to edit like, this down tremendously. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's going to be like, welcome to the P3 podcast. So when I die, so I want to be put burial plots. 
Thank you for listening to the P3 podcast. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. I just said, you know, uh, you can cremate me because it's totally cheap. <laughs> How did we get here? We made a dummy named Fred. Chris Mullins was beautiful and cremate me. <laughs> Chris Moses' yeah. model. He's oh. dancing with all the women. Chris, let oh. me tell you something. If you were here right now, I'll tell you, put on a mic, buddy. Yep. <laughs> Bless That's your heart. Because Jesus. I feel like, how did you get here? Where is well, he now? <laughs> he's in Portland. What is he doing in Portland? Art. Art? Yeah. What does that mean? Art? I mean, uh, he does artwork. What is he's, he like? he's an artist. He's, he's a very Lingo. accomplished artist. Well, that's yeah. awesome. And, and you understand, we knew that he had that capability. Oh, yeah. Well, the sound of the music there means that we have reached the end of this pilot episode. We'd like to thank all of you for listening and bearing with us as we tested the waters here just to kind of get our levels right. And hopefully you were entertained enough to come back and join us when we start this show again for real in the fall. In the meantime, if you have something that you would like to share with us, please hit us up on Facebook at Pop Poncho. Just search that in your Facebook search feed, P-O-P-P-O-N-C-H-O. Two words there, Pop Poncho, you'll see us come up. Also, on our email, send us all your questions and concerns, criticisms, what have you. Send those over to P3Radio1, that's P3Radio, the number one, at gmail.com. We will hopefully be able to answer all your questions, get into some more stuff as we go. We want to make this as interactive as we can, and we look for your feedback and hopefully just for an opportunity to entertain you. We'd like to thank you again for listening to this episode and hope to have you back real soon. Thanks again, and good night.